can't just throw flowers at me and expect that that's like gonna make everything better. Okay, well, first off, okay, let's let's get that. I did not throw the flowers. I have said many times I put them on the table because, and and the reason why I put them on the table is. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to us. And today we're going to be talking about a concept from Patrick Lencioni. I hope I said it right. <laughs> I, I never get it right. So I hope that I said it right. But he has this concept called the ideal team player. In fact, he's written a book about the ideal team player. There is even a small series on Right Now Media where he is talking about it. And now we know that, I mean, that this is more of a concept that's used for businesses, but we got thinking about how does this really apply to marriage? I mean, after all, we are a team in marriage. And so what does it look like to be an ideal team player in our relationships and in our marriage? And so we're going to be talking about that uh, here today. Yeah. But before we jump into that, do you know what day it is? Like the day we're recording? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Thursday. We always record on a Thursday, I thought. Better question. How many weeks? What week are we on? Let's go. I do know. I do know because I mean I upload them and so I've been I've been watching the countdown for a while. This is fifty two. It is. This is here. Hey, I got a new button. Let me try. Let me try. There should be an applause going. I don't wear headphones, but I think I think this is an applause. Applauses are going. This is a year. One year. That is crazy. Let's go. Yeah. So thank you to all of our listeners. Hey, if you didn't tune in, we would not be doing this a year later. That's true. (laughs) Hey, let's give them a button. Let's give them a, I think there's a horn. Let's give some air horn here. Like, like let's, let's pump it up. Like, this is awesome. Yes. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. For a year. (laughs) Like, yeah. And honestly though, it, it feels like it's flown by. It has. I, I cannot believe it's been a year. No, like we've actually been, I, I mean, I knew it was coming. I've been watching it as I've been <laughs> uploading the shows. I'm like, we're like, what are we going to do? Do we say something? Anyway, we said something. Yeah. I think celebrate. it's time to move on. Maybe one more air horn. Maybe one more applause. <laughs> okay, enough with the buttons. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I get a little crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, other news in our lives, we got the awesome privilege of going to a Jeremy Camp concert. We did. On Friday. We did. last Yeah, last week. Yeah. My voice has recovered finally. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> He's one of my... I, I'm a big fan of his. Well, we both are. Yeah. We both like I him. I think you more than me, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was awesome. Let's just say that it, that it was awesome. I was jumping around... So I was, was I. I was singing lots. You were jumping around. Yeah. We uh, we got the the crowd around us jumping around. <laughs> we are the you know those the concert goers that don't like to sit down in a concert. It's yeah. It does feel a little bit boring if you're just sitting there. It feels like you need to be standing. You got to be moving. You got to be singing along. Yeah, that's not our just thought. There's them. others. Others yeah. may have another approach. That's they true. enjoy the sitting, and and we're not putting that down. I'm just saying. If you're if you're sitting behind us in a concert, <laughs> just heads up, you may not see the stage if you're sitting down. Like that's all yeah. I'm saying is I yeah. love standing. Yeah, we actually joke that you need a shirt that says I'm that guy that's yeah. going to be standing up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Yeah, but it was so much fun. And we were up close. And so he put on a fantastic show. There were different points where, like, he shot streamers on one of those streamer cannons. So that was so fun to just have it, like, raining. Is that what it's called? Streamers? I I don't know. Ribbons? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was super fun. Fantastic music. Just throwing them on you. A really fun time of worshiping God and doing it with other believers and it, yeah it was just so fun yeah jeremy camp go see him if he is near your city he puts on a great show and it's a lot of fun we yeah, have fun. and he has a movie that it speaks to his testimony a little bit right of what he went through with his uh first, first wife, wife. Right. and so it's been made into a movie it's called i still believe which is it's a great movie and based on his story and uh yeah super cool yeah great weekend yeah other All exciting right. news what's that Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> where are we going with this one? You won Coach of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Well, thank you. Yes. I I don't even know who nominated me. I know I did not nominate myself. Okay, I can just put that out there. But Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need that shirt, that, that guy uh, doing that. But yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, it. Uh, I won it with Special Olympics yeah. for floor hockey. It's a great group of guys that I coach, and it's a lot of fun. And we're looking forward to we're representing our province as Team Saskatchewan at Nationals in February 2024. And yeah, and so someone nominated me. Yeah. I won the award, and and we are we were we were actually at the concert. And I'd put my phone in your purse uh, because I, I knew that the event was going on, and 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 plus I wanted to jump around. I didn't want to lose my phone. That's why I actually put it in your purse. But then finally at the end, I looked at my phone, and it had kind of like blown up with all the text messages, and uh, all the players had reached out and said congratulations, and other people that were at the event uh, reached out and said congratulations, and yeah. so that was really. Can it's I, awesome. I feel like that's one more applause. Like, you know, Coach, co- can I? Oh, no. I already we've, hit it. We've started <laughs> already... something with the buttons, oh, dear. Okay, no more buttons. No more buttons. Uh-huh. All right. I feel like we need to jump back into yeah. our conversation about the ideal team player. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, really, w- what we're saying here, and, and really it's what Patrick is saying. We're going we're gonna to unpack what Patrick is saying here. But he says that there are really three traits that are part of the ideal team player. They are humble, hungry, and smart. And today we're going to look a little closer at these and talk about them really in the context of marriage. Yeah, and it's funny because we think, oh, well, this has to do with business. But really, it's about a team. How do you work Mm. as a team? And marriage... It's a team yeah. sport. Like, it really is. It and is. so if we're if we don't know how to be a good team player, we're going to struggle in our marriages. Mm-hmm. And he had some really great insights into the concept of team. So we yeah. thought, let's take a look at it. Yeah. And let's start with the very first one. Let's do it. Humble. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> now, Patrick says that this is the most important trait in an ideal team player. He says that a humble person works for the good of the team shares credit for success and responds well to criticism and really sees criticism as an opportunity to grow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so they're using the word criticism. We in our like kind of family life language, we'd yeah. use the word a legitimate complaint. Right. Right. And this usually helps couples to stay away from character assassination when we're talking about relationships. But 
from what we saw in the video from Patrick, we're saying the same thing, whether mm-hmm. it's criticism or legitimate complaint. It's just different terminology. Yeah, that's right. He also says that an overlooked way that people reveal a lack of humility is in their refusal to acknowledge and embrace the gifts they have been given. It's often seen then as meekness is what he's saying. But in the end, actually, this also hurts the team by not contributing to the best of their abilities. And so that's what the kind of definition of when we are talking about humble, that's what he is talking about. Yeah. And, and the, the kind of um, faux humble, which would mm. be considered meekness, which isn't actually humility. It's a lack of contributing for multiple reasons. Right, right, right. So what does this look like in a marriage? Uh, Let's unpack that a little bit together. Yeah, well, I think the first thing he's saying is for the good of the team, right? And so in a marriage context, it's thinking we want what's best for both of us, not putting ourselves ahead of the other person. We're going to be humble enough to say, like, I want what's best for us, not I want what's best for me, and having that kind of mindset. Another thing is when things are happening that are good, we share that success, Mm. right? It it can be really tempting to just pat ourselves on the back and say, look at me, look what a great spouse I'm being. But we share the success when we're both contributing and things are going well. Yeah, one might be contributing more than the other, Mm. but we're going to share that and we're going to acknowledge that and not let pride take over in saying look what I did it's it's again that we mentality and and not missing what the other person is contributing Mm. yeah and there's also do we respond well to criticism or as we would say responding to legitimate complaints and we've talked about this lots on the podcast on different shows but really it's the idea of are we able to have honest conversations together are we in those conversations able to not get defensive and and in this instance is what Patrick's saying and and we're saying this too it would be are we able to see these things as an opportunity to grow rather than an attack on ourselves or an attack on the relationship but really are we able to enter into these conversations and seeing them that it's for the health of the relationship and we can grow through these things. Yeah, and I think as the spouse, if we've got the legitimate complaint, I think we can help a lot in in delivering that by not having it be an, an angry attack, but mm. rather more of that crucial conversation of, you know what, this is really hurting me. Right. When when this happens, I feel this. Right. You know, and and doing it that way. And again, that's part of that being the ideal team player in the giving and receiving of that complained or as Patrick says criticism right one of the things that really uh, stood out to me on this side talking about humble was that the meekness part of it or like just the concept of it right where it's like hard to accept that compliment Mm. I find that like that was just I've never seen or thought of it in that way of how that actually can hurt the team or how that can hurt a relationship. Yeah, and we see this a lot actually in the dynamic of you look really beautiful. Oh, thank right? You. Oh no, sorry. You're welcome. This is a rhetorical. 
But like often, you know, one mm. of them, a spouse, whether I, I think it goes both ways, but typically it's more so a husband saying it to his wife will say, you look really beautiful. Mm. And then she'll refute it with, no, I don't, or that's not true, mm. or this just makes me look this or that or, or whatever. But again, like putting up that wall where that compliment doesn't stick mm. and we push it off. And whether it's humility or like uh, like the, the the faux humility showing up as that that yeah. meekness is what Patrick right. called it, but yeah, it, yeah it, it does hurt the team because then you're not allowing the other person to build you up. Mm-hmm. You're like, nope, I'm gonna reject that. Yeah, and yeah. stay. I don't know, just kind of stuck when the other person's trying to build you up. Yeah, and and that's so true. That's actually happened in my life. I know of a person, old a friend. We don't really see them much now, and this isn't the reason why. But like, we would try. I would try and give this person a compliment, and he would always like kind of push it away or, or say something to deflect it. And eventually, just like, all right, I'm just gonna stop trying to give you a compliment because like it's not landing well, and it just gets really awkward and weird. Versus just saying when someone gives us a compliment. Can we just say thank you, right? Like, oh, thank you for saying that and be able to move on. And- yeah. And whether it's the compliment or the, the criticism or legitimate complaint, both are helping to build us up mm-hmm. in, in different ways. Right. And we need them both. Yeah. <laughs> right. So true. Another piece with the meekness is Patrick talked about either not using our gifts or being unaware of what our gifts are. And so then we don't contribute to the team for either of those reasons, either we're just not willing or using our gifts or we're unaware of what they are. And so we're not contributing that way. And that definitely hurts the team in those instances. Something that I feel like I've seen play out in in different relationships is, and this is probably a rabbit trail, but I don't know, it makes sense in my head, so I'll just say it. But somebody maybe tried to contribute to the team, maybe Mm. tried to use their gift, but the other spouse, you know, had a different expectation or a different standard, and so they criticized it or um, dismissed it or devalued the attempt. And so then that spouse who who tried was like, well, that hurt. Mm. I'm not going to try anymore because I don't want to be shut down and rejected and told how I did it is wrong. And so there is that too that that's not meekness I, I, like i said i think it's a rabbit trail mm-hmm. i like rabbit trails but so it's it, all good but that happens yeah, right and yeah, yeah. and then the other person like classic example is i load the dishwasher wrong or i fold the towels wrong mm. or whatever yeah, it is not that that's ever happened here so we're just, <laughs> i'm not super particular don't open our linen closet <laughs> so a towel <laughs> might fall on you but <laughs> um but that that can happen too yeah. like, like i said that's not meekness that's hurt yeah, right yeah. it's it's giving up because i've been hurt and i don't want to be hurt again mm. but in any of those situations either we're we're just not using our gifts we're unaware of what our gifts mm. are or we've been hurt and so we don't want to continue using our gifts either way yeah it's it's hindering the team right sense yeah yeah that makes sense no. I, I'm tracking. It's, <laughs> it's going there. I, I want to kind of continue down that rabbit trail because there's some other things, but maybe we should probably move back up okay, uh, and start talking about, yeah, hole. let's climb out. And so really that's kind of how humility uh, can help us in a marriage relationship uh, in the, those contexts. And really humility, I mean, it's really helped us in our marriage. It has. <laughs> uh, it was not always a... 
how would I say, a trait that was active in our lives, or at least in my life, <laughs> early on in our marriage. We can laugh about it now because we've really worked on, uh-huh. I've really worked on this yeah, in I my life. To. Yeah, we, we both have. But, you know, as we are, are unpacking this part here today, like one of, I remember one time, really in our, our rebuilding stage, you know, you had brought a complaint to me and I did my classic get defensive, <laughs> force field goes up, wall goes up. And I mean, like when that happened, like there ain't nothing getting through, right? right. Like it is just like, uh-uh, I'm digging in my heels. Whatever analogy we want to use, I, like it was just like, stop don't pass go whatever it is you know nothing was was gonna get through once my defensiveness arose but I I remember in this moment rather than you walking away or or you matching my defensiveness you just pulled me in gave me a hug and you said hey Sheldon like I'm sharing this to help us grow I'm sharing this to help heal us not like it's not to hurt you and then after after you did that, after I heard those things, like my walls just melted. My force field, <laughs> it came down, right? Like I did pass go. We were able to move yeah. on. And then we were able to have a really healthy, uh, honest, crucial conversation. And we're able to talk about the issue and, and in that moment, able to fix it and, and walk through what was happening. But but that, yeah, this is something that hasn't always been active in our lives and we've had to work on it. For sure. And and in that moment, it was hard to not match <laughs> the the defensiveness with equal defensiveness and getting upset. And then, yeah, you're and no climbing. No, but like then you're all of a sudden you're climbing the crazy ladder of like outdoing each other. And that's <laughs> outdoing just... Outdoing each other in the crazy. Yeah, it's not good. No, no. <laughs> I'd say for me, humility has really helped me to do some slaying of a particular dragon that sometimes plagues me, and that is the critical spirit Hmm. dragon, if we're going (laughs) to use that kind of language. Um, But I I have struggled, and in particular in our marriage, in in other areas, I don't struggle with this nearly as much. It's just with you, sweetie. (laughs) Wow, wow, that's so great. Thank you so much. (laughs) But but just that... uh, that critical spirit of thinking that I'm right or that my way is right. Mm. But then when I intentionally address those thoughts with truth and then I filter them, I'm able to understand your perspective and I'm able to appreciate Mm. your uniqueness more (laughs) and admit that I am not always right or it's not about right or wrong. It's just different, right? (laughs) Because for those of you who don't know us, we are incredibly different. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're nice enough to say my uniqueness in all of this here, but it is, we we are different. And then, you know, for those of us that, you know, if you don't know, sometimes I do get things right. I you just do. Want, to, I want to put that out there. You do. I would agree. But, but humility, right? And taking that pause to say, you know what, let me think about this and evaluating and filtering and humbling myself and asking God to, to work in my heart and in my mind too, um, yeah. has definitely helped with yeah. humility. So true. So true. All right, let's uh, keep moving. Let's move on to the next trait, uh, which is hungry. Now, Patrick says that it's a strong work ethic and the willingness to take initiative. 
he also says like without balance though too much hunger it can lead to failure in other areas of our life and so we are going to have to kind of learn you know the 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 narrow road here right there's a ditch on on both sides of being too hungry and then other things are falling off and not being hungry enough which also creates other problems yeah you don't get anything you don't uh grow or move or you just stay right so let's talk about hungry what does this look like in a marriage relationship yeah, I think hungry is making the relationship a priority. And again, this this was taken from a business example. And so he goes to, well, if you're too hungry at work, your relationship and your family is going to suffer. Hmm. In a marriage context, if we're not hungry enough, our relationship is going to suffer and we're, we're not going to, like you had said, grow. We're, we're, we are going to end up in that other ditch. Yeah. So I think we making it a priority hmm. is definitely part of that hungry For piece. Sure. Yeah, I also I would add like looking for areas to grow uh, in our lives, like both personally, relationally, and then if there's kids in our family, right? Like learning how to grow as a parent, having mentors in our lives, uh, reading books, going to counseling, going to marriage conferences, like all these things uh, I think are part of that being hungry, right? Uh, this this pursuit of learning and this pursuit of growing, I think is part of that hunger piece that would help in marriage and relationships for sure and spiritually right like Mm. for us we we do have a personal relationship with jesus christ and that that plays such a huge factor in our relationship in our marriage and Mm -hmm. so we need to have that hunger to be searching for god individually and as a couple Mm -hmm. because that that is foundational to our relationship and so if that's hurting and we're not hungry there as well it spills over into mm. our relationship. And so having that hunger for God and for knowing him and, and living a life um, mm. that honors him mm-hmm. definitely impacts our marriage. Mm-hmm. Another thing is just not giving up, right? Realizing that life has seasons. Some are easy. Some are hard. Some are fun. Others, not so much, (laughs) right? Been there too, yeah. Yeah, and some are truly, truly horrible, Mm. and and that that that's just the seasons that that come and go. But I feel like if we can keep that hunger Mm. and not give up, that's going to definitely help us in those hard seasons. For sure, for sure. Uh, For us, hunger or this hungry trait that we've been talking about—it's really looked like. I mean, all those things that we just talked about, about like, what could this look like in a marriage relationship? I mean, that's what it's looked like in, in our relationship. It has meant going to counseling. It's meant going to marriage conferences. It's meant working hard at scheduling dates and making our relationship a priority. This has not always been easy for us. It's not always been comfortable (laughs) for us either. (laughs) But because we wanted to enjoy our marriage, because we wanted to make this the best relationship that we have here on earth, like we were, and, and really we still are, both willing to keep working at this, uh, to, to keep growing, to stay hungry, to, to do those things. I'm not sure if anyone out there is like us, right? But like, if we don't schedule dates, they just, they don't seem to just kind of 
happen yeah. uh, on the regular if if we're not scheduling yeah. them. And so we just we've had to pay attention to this. We've had to recognize it, realize it, and then make sure that we are making our relationship a priority, along with all the other things that are happening in our life and our kids and everything that we've got going on. Yeah, and that's true. We and and we are always looking for ways to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, taking those courses, reading books, talking with people, praying and seeking God and and all of those things have really strengthened our marriages and I think for us in our own personal experience that that hunger it's fueled by the fact that at one point we were so starved mm. relationally yeah. and we never want to go back there no we know what it's like mm-hmm. over there yeah. and so there's that motivation of saying I never want to go back there so I'm going to even when I don't want to I'm gonna you know keep pursuing, keep working at this, keep doing the things that I need to do to stay healthy and to to really feed our relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Third trait that Patrick talks about is smart. And uh, really, this is referring to being interpersonally smart. And so things like having good intuition about people, listening well, and knowing how to relate to others. It's similar to emotional intelligence, but he says it's simpler. A little simpler. Right? It's, yeah. it's a person who intentionally does things to positively impact the group. Hmm. And so what could this look like yeah. in a marriage relationship? The thing that comes to my mind here would be knowing our spouse's love language and then doing it. <laughs> like it's one thing to know it. Yeah. It's another thing to put it into action. But I think really knowing our spouse's love language and then doing it. I think being kind, right? Like that should just be a given. Yeah. But unfortunately, like it often just gets lost in relationships because we can easily just begin to take each other for granted or misinterpret things and I think those two things play play a, a pretty big role. Yeah, here. I would definitely agree. And with that kind, like for me personally, that gentleness, right? Don't mm. don't be harsh. That p- makes such a huge difference it, in that smartness because yes. if you come to me with a complaint but you're harsh, it's like it it just pushes me away and it hurts and it wounds so much deeper. But if you come to me with a legitimate complaint with a humble, caring spirit, it's like, mm. oh, wow, I am so sorry, mm-hmm. right? And so that makes a huge difference. I think also recognizing when something is off, again, that that's being aware of people mm-hmm. and our, in this case, our spouse, being aware when when something's off, you know, those times when we just sense that our spouse is hurting or upset or just doesn't seem to be themselves and then actually care, Right. Sensing that, being able to come alongside them in those moments, support them, encourage them, listen to them, Mm. right? I I think that really makes a difference in Mm. that interpersonal skills and relationships, knowing ourselves better, Mm. right? Right. So that we can be helpful in this area of the relationship makes a big difference as well. Yeah, that's really helped us a great deal is even just knowing ourselves a little bit more, how we're wired knowing our personalities and knowing the fact that we are so different and that's okay. Yeah. Like being able to appreciate our differences, but just knowing that you respond differently or you process things differently or you communicate differently than the way I communicate. Um, you know, we both yeah. use the English language, but, you know, but, <laughs> but, but, but being but it, aware of that, it, if you know the pitfalls, you can avoid them. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, here's a a pretty recent example. <laughs> we, we, I mean, each one we've kind of been sharing a little bit of like, what does it look like in marriage? And we've also then shared a little story from our life about what it's looked like. This one uh, that we're about to share with the smart, it's, I mean, it's really recent uh, that, that we <laughs> have. And uh, we want to share with this whole trait and, and how the smart traits played out in our marriage last weekend. Uh, how do I? Things, well, weren't, uh, we're a little off. Though we had a great weekend and the Jeremy Camp and, and the award, uh, as the weekend went on, our communications wasn't really at its yeah. best. And, uh, <laughs> and so we weren't really communicating too, too much uh, with each other. And I was at the store uh, picking up some things. Uh, the, I was working in the yard and I needed to pick up some things for the yard. And so I was at the store and I walked by some flowers and I bought you some flowers and so when I get home, I just leave them on the kitchen table to surprise you. I don't say anything. I just, I, I, I put them in the vase. I do the... Not even a card in the vase. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Now I'm supposed to get a card? This is new news to me. Not a, but like no. a card card, but just something. No, there was not even a card. It was just uh, flowers, roses in a vase sitting on the table. Uh, you came in the house a little bit later. You see them. You come outside and you're like, hey, what are those flowers for? And I just give you like this really short answer and I just say it's for you <laughs> <laughs> and you're like uh thanks and, and yeah that was the like, thanks <laughs> end of the conversation <clears throat> and it really I mean it wasn't really it was a few hours later when I was at hockey practice with Kieran that that I texted you and I said hey those flowers are a sign that I love you and they're a sign that I want to continue to pursue you and you responded with how much then that meant to hear those words. Uh, and before I said that, I mean, you had, you had just thought the flowers were more of a checklist yeah. or something I was doing because I felt that I, I, I just needed to do them uh, and not really because I wanted to do it. And so here's, here's how this all ties together because I was not being very smart uh, because I, I know that you need words to go along with those gifts. I know that you need that card, right? I mean, I joked about it at the beginning, but I, I know that. I know that you need the words and the why. You yeah. want to know my heart. You want to know the reason why I buy these things. And, and it's not just the gift itself. It's not just plopping flowers on the table and <laughs> no, be like, okay, I dealt with it. No, because oh, to be honest... Until those words came, the flowers made it worse because I'm like, you can't just throw flowers at me and expect that that's like going to make everything better. Okay, well, first off, okay, let's let's get that. I did not throw the flowers. I have said many times I put them on the table because and and the reason why I put them on the table is honestly, I I just. I didn't want to talk to you yet. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't want to talk to you either. <laughs> so bad. We sound so terrible. You know what, though? Hey, it's a good thing. Uh, obviously, we're laughing about it. We got this cleared up before hitting record because this podcast would be a little awkward. I think we needed a minute to process, right? And so we were giving that processing time of what's going on here, what's the real issue, rather than saying things that uh... weren't true. <laughs> yeah, so please, anybody 
out there listening, don't put us on a pedestal. We, we're learning this thing. I hope what you get from our stories is the heart that we're not going to stop. We're not going to give up. We're going to keep pursuing each other. Yeah. No did. one has arrived. Everyone yeah. struggles yeah. at points in time. That's right. That's right. We needed some time there. And now we can laugh about it. Mm-hmm. The flowers are still alive. Yeah, they're look, beautiful. Looking at them yep. right now. They're still in the vase. I did not throw them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't throw them, but place them you can't just buy flowers and think uh, it'll I guess make not. it better yeah all right all right so all right so from from a business example uh, we can see being humble being hungry being smart it can help us to be an ideal player at work and we think that these things can apply to the marriage context also and, and that's really why we wanted to talk about that here, here today and now as as Christ followers, we're always looking to scripture. I mean I mean for us, that's our plumb line. That yeah. that's that's where we look for truth in our lives. That's how we live our lives. That's really where we go to for those things. And so even as we were talking and dissecting this concept, it was like, what does the Bible say all about this? Yeah. Uh, about these three things. And and really we we see in scripture and there there's some Arch, overarching principles yeah. uh, when 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 we look at scripture and and what God desires for us is is to be humble. Uh, he desires for us to be diligent, to be hard workers, to always be doing our best, uh, to to work as God or on to God, right? Like not on on to man. That He's called us into healthy and and vibrant relationships filled with love. And and so with that, like we even need to have those interpersonal skills for that. All those things are going to help us and to grow our relationship. Hungry, humble, smart. Uh, hey, some, some things, some things to think about, yeah. to, to critically think through and process. And hopefully there was a few takeaways, something to, to think about, to chew on. Here's a couple processing questions. Am I humble, hungry, and smart? What is one area I would like to work on that would bless my teammate, my spouse? And as a reminder, uh, today we just want to make mention that it's the last chance for the BOGO sale for our weekend getaways. We talked about it a little bit last show, but today's the last day to jump on that sale. For more information, check out FamilyLifeCanada.com. And we just want to say once again, thanks for listening to us, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.